Hi, and welcome to the Platinum Training Technologies podcast. Uh, This is volume one, episode number one. That's right. This is the first one. So congratulations. You're getting to hear this first. Uh, No, really, we we know that podcasting is getting more popular. So we thought, why not? It's pretty easy to do. Um, We're also recording this as a YouTube video as well. So we're going to, you know, just... uh, Kill two birds with one stone, right? So with this, I wanted to introduce one, the podcast, and second, introduce the company. Again, this is Platinum Training Technologies. We were founded with the belief that the greatest challenge is to improve yourself by investing in yourself. And the reason we, we started this company is we were uh, really excited to provide resources to that 45-plus business professional. Um, and, and, and why do we say that? Well, I'm, I'm, in my, I'm in my 50s. And about 10 years ago, I realized sitting in meetings and, and working with a couple different companies that uh, I was being just just passed up, passed by, mainly because I wasn't keeping track with all the technology, all the lingo, all the software. You know, the, the younger generation was was adapting to it a lot quicker. I was uh, kind of doing the same things I did in the 80s and the 90s. And you know what? There, there's a book. I can't remember the, the author, but it's uh, What Got You Here Won't Get You There. And that's very, very true. So I, I decided at that point, gosh, I need to upskill, reskill, learn new things. So if you're a 45 plus business professional in desperate need of training or support or maybe coaching that your company doesn't provide, you found the right place. Um, also, your skill sets behind the times, you need to reskill or upskill. Uh, maybe it's sales techniques, closing skills, social media. Social selling. If you don't know what that is, you definitely need our help. Maybe some technical skills uh, towards software like Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and all that. If you don't know how to uh, do a PowerPoint, I know death by PowerPoint, everyone knows how to do a PowerPoint, but you still need to learn how to do it or know how to do it. So, anyway, uh, and also we'll keep you up on all the different lingo that's going on, you know, whether it's pivot or granular or, uh, you know, CRM or SEO, whatever, the, you know, you're hearing this lingo, you know, what, what are they talking about? So we want to help you at least be able to, to participate in a conversation or at least fake it. Right. So uh, and also we're we were formed with uh, or we started because companies, we realized there's a lot of small to medium sized businesses or maybe like membership associations, they don't have the resources for their their team members or their employees or their members to have access to. uh, We want to provide the same type of, uh, I guess, opportunity for for courses or learning tracks in our LMS system, which, by the way, we have over 3,000 courses, hundreds of learning tracks, and that's all part of our monthly membership. Again, at PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com. I'll put the link in the uh, header information so you could check it out there. Also, uh, part of that we provide, uh, part of the membership, we provide uh, some life hack or life help resources. That's a lot of guides, articles, and eBooks on a lot of different life topics, whether it's time management, procrastination, how to deal with your adult children, and on and on and on. And you can check that out too at our website, PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com or the PlatinumStore.com, I believe is the correct uh, website address where you can actually purchase those for a very low cost. Anyway, let's get started. Volume one, episode one, why do people quit their jobs? We get that a lot. We get that question a lot, um, whether friends, colleagues, but I think companies, when they lose an employee, they go, why, why did this person leave? Now, they don't know. 
sometimes they're not given the the, the real answer in, in the in the employee who's leaving you know they, well, they don't care what I think so why you know I'm leaving you know if, if they took care of me I, I wouldn't be leaving so I'm not going to tell them because they're not going to do anything anyway right that's what people typically think so uh, I kind of narrowed it down to five different things why people quit quit their jobs so I wanted to provide you those these five areas to kind of look at first before you make the leap make sure you're thinking correctly making sure you're doing everything that you can do and then if hey if you check all the boxes yeah go do something else whether it's go to another company or maybe you want to start your own business and again that's going to be podcast number two if you have a business idea and you've worked it out on paper and, and you think that it can work I'm going to give you a thought process to decide when to quit your job uh, now we're not going to talk about is your, is your idea going to work? Is your business model going to work? I, we have no idea. Most businesses don't, but this thought process may help uh, increase that success. And then uh, we're probably going to, it's not going to be a podcast. It's probably actually going to be a webinar or a course that we're going to offer that will actually do a nuts and bolts, how to start a business. So if you've never done that before, uh, be on the lookout for that. So anyway, we're going to dive right in. Why do people quit their jobs? Well, number one, I call it the uh, mirror check. Uh, that is, are you still all in? That Also, that could mean no longer believe in the product or the service or the company or the mission. That happens. And that happens a lot, especially if you've been with a company a very, very long time. Maybe it's new ownership, new management, a new product, new service. And, you know, it's not like the old days. Well, you know what? Things change. So you have to adapt with the changing times. But again, you may just simply don't feel like you're connected. Maybe the the, the product is uh, not quality anymore. Maybe your service really stinks um, and you're just tired of, of, of hearing it from your customers. I get that. But before you make the leap, make sure that it's not you um, and that it's you and not the company. And, and the biggest thing that I always found is, is, is you're probably not in the right seat. What does that mean? That means you're probably not doing the right job. That's called right person, right seat. Maybe you've been in a clerical or some, you know, paper uh, administrative type function. And, you know, quite frankly, you're just kind of um, you're kind of tired. You've been doing the same thing all you know for many years. So maybe um, it's time to, to do something else within the company. Hopefully you like the company enough and have a relationship with your HR people or the ownership or management. Say, hey, I've been doing this job for a long time. Can I try something different? You know, maybe you're in sales and you want to go to marketing. Maybe you're in marketing, you want to go to sales. Maybe you're in operations or production and you want some more responsibility. Whatever that is, think about that before before you're using this, this reason to leave the company. Because it may just be simple as doing another job and all of a sudden the company's great again. So a little psychology there, but I think that is, is relevant. So number one, mirror check. No longer believe in the product, service, company, or the mission. All right? So that's number one. Number two, wrong culture or toxic culture. Wow, this one is uh, very interesting. Now, the first one I say wrong culture, I'm, I'm saying that the the company might be changing, right? Or, or maybe, again, new ownership, no management. And you're going, hey, you know, I just... Uh, I just don't feel like I fit in here anymore. And, and I've been through that before. I, I've, I've done that. I've been through that process. And, and let me tell you, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty weird when you're sitting in a meeting and, again, you're, you're just looking at everybody and you feel like a stranger. You know, may, maybe the company has moved past you or you've grown and moved past the company. That happens a lot. Um, it's happened to me. Again, I've, I've been in meetings where I've sat there and I thought, man, I don't even know who, who these people are anymore. 
Um, but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, that's quite normal. So uh, don't don't feel bad if you don't feel like you fit in anymore. You know, you want to try to dig in and find out why. But more than likely, it's just you know, it's just things have changed, and and that's okay because things change all the time. As I said earlier, the second is what I call toxic culture. Now, this is really terrible, really dastardly. If you're in a place where there's uh, empire building or uh, backstabbing or people are throwing you under the bus or, or sabotage uh, of you or your department or your people, that's terrible. And, and what's even worse is if you have management or even ownership who are aware of the bad behavior and they don't do anything about it or the way they're structured or the, the things they encourage or, or the tasks that you're supposed to do or the way they opt their structure encourages this toxic behavior, toxic culture. And what's even the, the most egregious type or the worst is if you have ownership who's aware of it and they encourage it. Yes, people, there are sick people out there who like conflict and strife because they think that's how things can get done. Number two, wrong culture, toxic culture. Okay. Second reason people leave or quit companies. All right. We're going to go to number three. Income potential. Uh, this one is it's kind of twofold. Uh, one, if you're in a clerical or an administrative type or what I call more of a professional, maybe you're an accountant, you're legal, um, you're, you're operations, maybe you're a customer service, customer service manager, something like that, where it's, where it's not really necessarily tied to revenue or sales. Um, you probably have a, a base rate of pay. You probably have some form of a bonus, maybe a, and I'm not talking about a 401k. Okay. That's, that's, a, that's part of your comp package. I'm just talking about actual money you see on a paycheck that, that would be taxed. You know, you, you get the two to 4% cost of living increase. You may get a bonus. You may get the Christmas ham or turkey. You may get some swag, you know, company hat or jacket or pin or something. Um, and again, if you're okay with that, all right, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, in that instance, you are probably capped by what's, what's the market price for the job you're doing. In, in addition to your years of experience. And obviously the more specialized you are, the more money you can make. Um, and also it's going to depend on whether you live in Dallas or Los Angeles or Chicago or Orlando or Atlanta or New York or wherever in, across the country will also determine your, your pay, but also the cost of living comes into the, into effect as well. So again, this is more what I call professional or administrative or uh, maybe clerical type pay. It's you're, you're kind of locked into a rate. Let's talk about sales because that's the one I'm, I'm most familiar with. That's the one I've come from. I've worked under a sales plan. I've, I've developed sales plans for salespeople. This is typically the one reason pe people leave. People leave because they don't think they, they can earn anymore. They, they're capped out on their earning potential. Now, with that, if you're capped out on your earning potential, one thing you got to look at is, number one, am I doing everything that I could be doing to, to you know, to make my max amount? Uh, am I selling at all market? Do I understand my market? Do I know my competitors? Do, do I own the marketplace where, where I exist? And if you don't, you, you got to try to do that as best you can. And you might find you may have some more income earning potential. Now, let's say the vehicle that you're in, you've totally exhausted, it, exhausted that opportunity. It's like, you know, I'm not making any more money here um, because I've, I've done everything I can do you know, maybe it's time to leave. But the other part of this, and again, I'm going to kind of talk more to business owners or companies. If you are constantly changing your compensation plan, shame on you. Um, I, I get it. You may have a new product or service and you want your people to focus on that and you want them to 
focus on a new product and you're going to put, you're going to put commission heavier over here versus over there. I get that. I understand that, but don't, you know, give people a heads up. Just don't on, on, on January 1st say, Hey, all of a sudden is we're, we have a completely different compensation plan and you're going to make a lot less money. That's not going to go over well. And you're going to lose very talented salespeople more than likely, or unless that's a way to get rid of people, which that also does happen sometimes. So anyway, if you are a business owner and you're constantly changing that comp plan, people are going to leave. I've, I have been in companies where um, the, the business owner set up a compensation plan and they touted it as uncapped earning potential, unlimited learning, op- earning opportunity, you know, no cap, you can, you know, sky's the limit. And when someone went out and did that and actually made more money than their boss or the CEO, all of a sudden, oh, that person's making too much money. Oh, that's baloney. I mean, don't be a hypocrite. You set up the program. If they're making a lot of money, the company's making a really lot of money. Okay. So let's, let's be real here for a second. Don't change comp plans all the time. You're going to scare people away. Um, and, and if you are going to change it, have an open, honest discussion. Maybe you have some sort of a, a, a grandfather clause where, you know, it's, or it's a, a transition period or something like that. So the bottom line is if you're at a company and regardless of what you do, if that vehicle you're in, you, you know, you can make more money somewhere else then you're probably going to go do that. So anyway, income, income potential is, is the third one. Number four, this is interesting, no mentor or mentoring opportunities. And this is kind of tied along with personal and professional growth. Uh, first of all, having a mentor is great. When I was younger, I had several mentors that showed me the rope, showed me this is how you do business. Um, eternally a grateful for them. Also, mentoring people is, is awesome. I love managing people and developing people and finding those hidden gems that they can they can do more than they think they can do and give them that opportunity and they grow and they become these superstars. In fact, they could surpass you and that's okay. So again, whether it's it's not having a mentor or mentoring opportunities is important. And I'm going to go back to mentor in a second. A mentor doesn't have to be, you know, a physical person that works there at the company. That could be an association um, or an industry friend or colleague. They could be, you know, maybe someone at your church or it could be a, an older relative, family friend or something like that who's in business. And it also could, you could also pay to have a mentor or, or that's really more, more like coaching. And some people do that because they, they don't have, they don't have no way to find a mentor. The last is you just have this, what I call an um, you know, invisible mentor or uh, anonymous, not anonymous is not the right word, but, but a, a virtual mentor where like you follow someone like a Steve Jobs or a Jeff Bezos or a Elon Musk or, you know, whoever, you know, whoever you in, in business, you go, this is the person I want to follow, Be, you know, whether it's a T. Boone Pickens or a Jack Welch or something like that, you're going to actually look and go, man, this guy has really got it together. I'm going to read everything about this person. I'm going to read their, their autobiography. I'm going to watch, uh, you know, YouTube videos and listen to podcasts. So you can actually be mentored by someone and you don't even know that person. But again, now I'm going to flip back over to the mentoring opportunity. It's really cool to have an opportunity to mentor people, to help grow people in the same way. Now, if you are at the age or the experience where you don't, you think, oh, there's no one at the company that can mentor me. Now, sometimes a mentor could be younger than you. So, you know, kind of put pride aside. Maybe there's a young firebrand coming up and they're really, you know, have they're just really gifted and talented. Uh, sure, that they can be your mentor in, in, in areas that you're not not experienced in. And that's OK. 
So along with that is that personal professional growth. So being having a mentor or mentoring opportunities does allow you to grow both personally and professionally. But kind of related to that is what I mentioned earlier at the opening of this podcast is training, training opportunities, um, educational opportunities. Do you have training and support or coaching um, at the company? Um, do, you, do they allow you to expense things out? Uh, do they have a learning management system that you can go and tap into? If if the answer is no, which by the way, a lot of companies don't don't have that. And that's another reason why we started Platinum Training Technologies was for small businesses to have access or individuals to have access um, to, to that type of resource. So anyway, number four, no mentor or mentoring opportunities and professional personal growth opportunities, which by the way, millennials, there was a study, millennials said it's number one reason they go to companies or, or leave a company is because of that um, educational or professional continued professional growth and development and personal growth and development. So that is what they're looking for, even above salary, even above pay, which I thought was very interesting. So anyway, number four is in the bag. Now, number five, guess what? Number five, no surprise. It's the combination of the first four. So let's review real quick. Mirror check. You don't no longer believe in the company. You're not all in. You don't believe in the product, the service, or the mission. Two, wrong culture. Toxic culture, you just don't fit in any, anymore. Number three, income potential. It's no longer the vehicle that you need to make the money you need to support your family. And the last is no growth, no mentoring or mentor opportunities or a combination um, of those. So that is, in my opinion, um, through my 35 plus years in business, working with people. That's why people leave their jobs. So again, if you're an employee, look through all those, look in the mirror, um, not on just on the first one, on all of them, and determine whether it's it's you and not, you know, is it you or the company? Because the last bit of advice I'll give is if you think, hey, I, I want to go do my dream job, you know, what I'm passionate about, you know, Passion only gets you so far. It's discipline that will get you even further. So, you know, the reality is most of us, the vast majority of us will never work in our dream job or in an industry that we just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just having so much fun. That's very rare, but you can still enjoy your job, right? So, you know, like, for example, I, I play guitar and I'd love to go to work for, you know, Gibson Guitar, Fender, Paul Reed, you know, but, you know, Heritage Guitar Company or something like that. Guess what? At the end of the day, there's still businesses uh, there's still people in those businesses. There's still culture. There's still all the things that we talk about. So, and I'll give this example. When I was in high school, I you know, I love ice cream. I loved ice cream back in the day. Went to work for Baskin Robbins. Yeah, that was fun. Daiquiri ice. Yeah, I got stories there. I could tell. Uh, pink bubble gum, bubble gum ice cream, pralines and cream, huh. Jamocha almond fudge. I mean, just, I loved ice cream. After six weeks, I hated ice cream. My dream job turned into a nightmare. My arms were always sticky. If I even could smell the sweetness of ice cream, I wanted to throw up. Uh, so my point is grass isn't always greener um, in the other pasture. Or as Irma Bombeck, the late Irma Bombeck, uh, her book was grass is always greener over the septic tank. So don't go from the frying pan in, into the fire. Um, try, try to make what you've got work first. And if you can't do that through examining the, the, the four or five things that I went over, yeah, just, just 
leave your, you got to do something different because life is too short. I think the COVID-19, the pandemic, and a lot of us have lost friends and family. I think it's taught us that, hey, life's too short. You just can't be unhappy. Again, you got to tolerate some things, but if you're miserable, you got to find another job. Um, that, may, that may mean making less money, or that may mean, hey, I got to start my own business. Either way, you got to do that. Cliffhanger there, I do. After I left Baskin Robbins, after a few years of working there, I uh, eventually fell back in love with ice cream. And now I love ice cream again, unfortunately, too much. So uh, what I'm saying is if you have a passion or a hobby, it may not be a business. Um, just leave it as a passion or a hobby so you enjoy it. Because if you start a business with it, that passion and hobby is just going to turn into a job. I promise. Anyway, that is the end of our podcast. That is uh Volume one, episode number one, why do people quit their jobs? Again, be on the lookout for podcast episode number two, when we're going to talk about just things to think about before, you know, when's it time to quit? You know, I've got a business idea. I got a, a business model. I've worked it out on paper. I, other people are doing it. I, I can make this work. I'm, I'm ready to quit my job. Hold on there, cowboy. Just wait for a minute. Don't, don't do that yet. I'm going to give you some things to think about. Anyway, everyone take care. Um, stay safe out there. Remember, the greatest challenge is improving yourself by investing in yourself. Again, that's what we call the Platinum Challenge. Platinum Training Technologies. That's PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com, just like it sounds. And uh, check us out on social media. We're on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn, and also our sister company, Platinum Business Consulting, where we specialize in things that small to medium-sized businesses need, whether it's CRM, maybe some sort of management uh, structure where you can keep track of uh, your goals, the things, you know, we want to give you a structure to help you grow your business. I mean, maybe it's, again, CRM, maybe it's branding, maybe it's uh, e-commerce or maybe it is a, uh, Hey, social media, we don't understand it, but we know we need to do it. We can help you out with that on that side of the house. Anyway. So again, uh, this is Platinum Trading Technologies. Uh, take care and we will see you soon. Thanks.